0: With July being John Travolta month, and this being the last week in June, I figured we needed to cover a movie that makes us think, you know, summer blockbuster action. And this movie, it could be in that category. I mean, if someone gave that category 300 milligrams of MDMA and a packet of Wiener schnitzel and forced them to live on an abandoned island for nine months, then maybe it's possible. Anyways, guys. Welcome to the Messed Up at Midnight podcast, the show that's actually on the verge of taking 300 milligrams of MDMA and a packet of Wiener Schnitzel and going to live on an island for nine months if you make us watch another fucking Uwe Boll movie. I'm your host, Max Steele, and as always, I'm joined by my own crazy European, it's Michael Flaherty, everyone.
1: Uh, Guten guten Morgen, everybody. What what it do? Uh, oh, I hate Uwe Ball so much. Oh, my God. But, yeah, good to be here. Good to be here. Wiener Schnitzel and MDMA. Let's do
0: it. Okay, so, guys, if you can't tell, today we're talking about the 2008 action-adventure movie Far Cry based off of the popular video game. It's about this special Uh, forces soldier jack carver who's transporting a journalist to an island where she thinks her uncle is and then action ensues or at least it really tries to now i think i already know the answer to this question but mike what did you think of this movie and have you ever played any of the far cry games
1: i played okay i played far cry three and four which are which are admittedly they're fun games I have not played the first Far Cry, so I don't know if this is an, like a faithful adaptation. I highly fucking doubt it, however. I feel like it has the same level of adaptation that the Resident Evil movie series does. But you know what? I can't speak to it, so I'm going to give Ube Boll <laughs> some slack there. But The one time you're going to do it. Literally. Literally the mm-hmm. single time. Dude, I dislike this movie. This movie is, this movie, this movie sucks, man. Like, it's just, it's like, it's it's literally, like, Uwe Boll is just dark timeline, like, Quentin Tarantino. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, instead of getting into movies, he got into video games, and, like, movies as well, kind of on the side. And then, just, it's just, but it's, but it's from a German lens. So it's this half baked American stereotypes. And it's just, it just sucks, man. Like, I just don't like this movie. I wish I could, like, put it into words, but I need a moment to gather my words. <laughs>
0: <laughs> While you gather your words, no, for me, I haven't played any of the Far Cry games. So again, I'm just looking at this as a movie, not as a faithful adaptation, just as a movie. This movie sucks. And yeah. it's directed by the king of bad video game movies, and bad movies as well, in general, I guess, Uwe bowl. Now, I feel like me and Mike can sit here and do a full-blown episode on Uwe Bowl, which we might do at some point, but, but not with this episode, we have to talk about the actual movie but I'm just going to give everybody who is unfamiliar with Uebol the cliff notes of him. Okay. He has he's made... He's
1: insane. He's a nuts. He's crazy. He, he's a crazy he, person.
0: Oh, he he's crazy, but that could be a character. I'm not so sure. Like, Anyways, Ueble some made some of the worst received movies ever, including Blood Rain, Alone in the Dark, Alone in the Dark 2, House of the Dead, In the Name of the King, Assault on Wall, Wall Street, Zombie Massacre and I'm sure oh, I don't think he was just a producer on that one anyway and and many many more he has and this is true once fought his critics in a boxing match before KSI <laughs> yes, and did. Logan Paul made celebrity boxing relevant again he has had people sign a petition for him to stop making movies and in a weird way has found success as a restaurateur with his restaurant uh Bauhaus being ranked 37th on a 2016 list of Canada's 100 best restaurants. That, he is a confusing, baffling man.
1: <laughs> he's exactly. That's the that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Uvebol. Has produced, he's dude, he is neck and neck with freaking Ed Wood and Tommy Weasel. Mm-hmm. Like, he is, he's, is if we're talking Mount Rushmore of bad, of bad movie directors and creators, it's Ed Wood, Tommy Weasel, uve Boll, and I don't know, Doris Wishman for a night to remember But like, <laughs> it's just, it's just so all his movies all take take essentially what they do is they sort of it's like if someone watched a youtube silent playthrough of a, the video game that he covers but on 2x speed and halfway through he went out to go grab a pizza and came back mm-hmm. all of this stuff is so surface level with his knowledge on the ip like like i know you mentioned blood rain Oh my God. Like blood rain is like this. This movie was bad. I watched 15 minutes of blood rain and I kindly had to go up to my friend's TV and turn it off. And before they got mad and lunged at me, I I had to sit there and go, I will, I will leave this house and not return. If we keep watching this, like the dude makes some tough to watch movies. I also remember when he started to like when he did the celebrity boxing match I remember that was that went nuts on like Reddit and YTMND and like YouTube mm. all that shit like it was oh my god it was ridiculous
0: yeah and it's it's just so whether you love him or you hate him you have an opinion on uwe bowl and I'm sure like When going over him, I missed something. In fact, I actually found a documentary on him that I wasn't able to watch before this episode. But basically, his mentality is, fuck you, I'm Uwe Boll. And that that is literally all you need to know about the types of movies that he makes. It's like, yeah, this might be bad, but what are you going to do about it? Fuck you. Fight me.
1: My thing is, literally. No, he... It's my favorite. My favorite part of that sort of synopsis you quickly gave was I think there's a non-zero chance that Uve Bol has said that verbatim. Like, mm-hmm. fuck you, I'm Uve Bol. What will we, What mm-hmm. are you gonna do? Like, my question, and this has persisted throughout my entire knowing of Uve Bol, which is, who gives him money? Like Uwe Boll makes, and these are not teeny tiny budgets. It's not like he's doing primer out here. Like he's doing I mean, multi million dollar movie budgets.
0: They look very small budget, at least from this one. Oh, no, 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 no. no don't get me
1: wrong. They're not big budget, but mm-hmm. they're enough of a budget to where I turn and go, Did he make a deal with the devil? Did he, like, when, you know how, like, the Robert Johnson met the devil at the crossroads and became great at guitar? Did Uwe Boll meet the devil at the crossroads and become, like, just wealthy enough to make movies forever? Like, it's just insane. Like, he just, he just makes these movies that are big budget, big-ish budget. Like, it's just surprising. That's all. And I just don't know where or who is giving him this money.
0: now. Speaking of money, that's actually a nice segue mm. into a game that we're bringing back here on the Messed Up at Midnight podcast. <sighs> Guys, Ooh, we're heading back to box office bonanza today. For those oh, that yeah. don't know, this is a game where my co-host guesses the box office of a movie based on what I give him as the budget. Now, Mike. Mm.
1: Okay. I'm excited our- to be your Pat.
0: <laughs> my name is Max. Our budget oh. today is Far Cry. Okay. $30 million was the
1: budget. Who gives him this money? Who gives him a 30 million?
0: Uh, listen, I want to talk to those people and just kind of get them to sit down and explain with me how, how they came to just be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to give this German man screaming at me just $30 million. The GDP of a very, very small country.
1: Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Thirty million dollars was the budget. Okay, it's Uwe Bowl. so I'm going to start conservative, but I'm ready to sink to the ground. Seventeen million lower. Okay, all right, we're going seven hundred thousand. <laughs>
0: You you actually overshot it. I'm going to tell you what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. I just like how you're like, okay, fuck you. I have $2. <laughs> oh, buck Pity. This movie made. $743,634. I was at the close. I you're,
1: was close.
0: You're, you're very close.
1: God damn it. I was. 740000 Oh my God. You, dude. That's again, crazy.
0: That's the closest again. you've been.
1: That is, that is. I'm proud of myself for that. I I knew Uwe Ball's ass was not making over a milli for <laughs> any of his fucking movies. But also, dude, we I'm getting glitter vibes from this, but not in the like, but in the sense where it's like how glitter had the had the 2001 9-11 attacks to like that that cratered its like publicity as well as like the reviews. Just the movie sucked but like from a budget and box office perspective i just the like the idea of just someone was looking at the live graph as it was being updated by the by like by, like, I don't know, boxoffice.com or whatever. And it's just 700,000. And they're just quietly sweating to themselves because they just gave a cracked out German man 30 million to make a shitty video game movie.
0: And, you know, they would continue to do that many, many times over.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And, you know, one last thing before we get into our drinks, I really want to talk about this movie, guys. Mike. Can you guess? We'll do another game. Why not? Okay. All right. Can you guess which professional chef made a cameo in this movie?
1: (laughs) My brain. So like fast as hell immediately default to Mario Batali but I'm like <laughs> Mario Batali is also like a piece of shit so let's let's move quickly past that no okay um I don't well Bobby Flay like I, like I I don't know He's, what chef saw Uwe Boll's movie and went, I want to be in that like it's such a weird thing
0: I'll tell you which one the late Anthony Bourdain in a blink what, in Far Cry, in Far yes, in this movie in Far Cry, he? in a where is he? In liter- I watched the like uh, the episode of No Reservations where he was actually on set in a blink and you'll miss it cameo. He appe- Anthony Bourdain appears as one of the scientists getting killed in this movie. Like I'm saying, oh it's God. like one shot when like the super soldiers are breaking out and like are killing some scientists
1: oh okay what what the
0: fuck <laughs> so the story goes this is the cliff notes version of it is that bourdain met uve bowl about a decade before this movie came out at like some i don't know french restaurant and when Bo- they just kind of stayed in contact and when bourdain was in vancouver filming his show no reservations he just stopped by set and was able to get like a quick cameo in
1: i mean Anthony Bourdain's amazing. I love oh, Anthony oh, yeah. Bourdain. R.I.P. God mm-hmm. damn it, he was a fantastic chef. <laughs> if Uwe, if I saw Uve Bowl at a restaurant, I don't know why, but I'd be scared. Not he, because I'd be he like, He has it's, a restaurant, and apparently it's good. <laughs> I just I don't know. I just feel like if I see Uve uh, bowl, and let
0: me ask you this. Is it the idea okay. of like Uwe bowl near steak knives? Does that just like concern it's just, you?
1: Bull near anything, potentially deadly. If Uwe (laughs) Bull could be near, he could be near like... He could, he could have a shovel in his hand and I'd be reasonably worried. Like, it's just, I just feel like if you see Uve Boll in public, like, I just, I feel like it's like the Weeping Angels from Doctor Who. Like, I just turn around and turn back and Uve Boll's like T-1000 sprinting at me. Like, it's, I don't know. He's just a weird enigma of a man.
0: You just turn around and it's like that one scene from Get Out of the guy running towards the camera.
1: Yeah, or it's, or it's like, or the Cloudy with the Chance of Beatballs cop where he's just running. Running. like it's just it's just intense man
0: okay mike let's get to the important question that we have on this podcast which is if far cry was a drink what would it be and why
1: okay all right everybody strap right. in get, get ready okay <laughs> so this movie what 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 is this movie at its core is it is Beth. it vo- Is it vodka? Potentially. Is it is it whiskey? Absolutely not. There is no depth. It is not gin either. There is no depth. There is I feel like Uwe Boll considered depth when he was writing this in between just coke binges, but but he ultimately did not put it into paper. So, we're going to skip over those. Is it a warm American beer? At its core, at its core? No. I'll tell you what it is. It's a grain spirit that's pr- trying to be American, but at its core is not. so i'm we're hopping over to our favorite our favorite American country, Germany, and we're going to get ourselves some some corn spelled with a K spirit, which is which is a which is a grain spirit made from I'm assuming corn. <laughs> like,
0: and, like the band or like you said it was spelled with a k like, like is literally like, jonathan, like corn is like like ooh, a jo- ah, like, a, like 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 a, like a, like a jonathan davis like, like John- yeah, exactly
1: jonathan davis is just out in germany like brewing no <laughs> like quite literally it is spelled like the band
0: mm-hmm.
1: like freak on a leash so get two ounces of your neutral grain super american like like on your on your bottle of corn where it says brewed in Germany, just just take an American flag sticker and just put it over that. That's about as... That's what this movie is at its core. So pour in two ounces of your corn spirit. This movie has... This movie has very weird notes to it. It has action, which is like, it's there, it's fine. But it has... But when it's not utilizing its action... Or, or like, not utilizing that's uh, no, it's not utilizing it. No, when it's not an action scene, the movie is confusing. Mm -hmm. Like I have, I spent a lot of this, lot of the time when there wasn't action going on, just being kind of confused slash irritated. So let's go for a very weird sort of liqueur that'll throw a wrench in this. Mm -hmm. Let's toss in half an ounce of Campari. It's a it's an ultra, ultra bitter Amaro that it can be good. You could have good confusion in movies. This movie does not have good confusion. So mm-hmm. why don't you pour in the half an ounce of that Campari? Now, let's let's talk about an, let's talk about the the next big portion of this movie. Not something that occurs, but. The actors themselves. These are these actors they are so unenthusiastic. Never have I been, and never have I watched a gunfight and someone even toned in the middle of getting with a in the middle of like flames and a live gunner shooting at them go, "Duck, can you go look in the bag? Maybe we can pull out some grenades so why don't why don't you grab yourself an ounce of water and just water this shit down because?" Mm-hmm. Man, it seemed like all of the energy went to Uwe Boll and not to any of the actors or actresses. Okay, next. The action scenes. Come on, they're classic American action scenes. So let's get a classic American beer. A definitely American beer, like Heineken. An American beer. You pour in that American beer to get your American spirit from, from Heineken. Okay, cool. Like... We got. We have Americans acting <laughs> like like our like our favorite American man, Jack Carver. <laughs> all right. Finally, as you're, as you're, as you have gathered all of your ingredients, measured them out. When you go to prepare it, you need to. Uh, I need you to close off, close off your blinds. Turn off all the lights and go into pitch fucking black. I want it to be so black that you cannot see in front of you. And I want you to prepare the drink without any of the lights on. Are you making? Are you getting it into the cup? Who knows, probably 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 like some of it. And then after you're done pouring in all of the ingredients I want you to, as you pick up the glass to go put it to your lips, have all have someone, you know, go run around, turn on all of the lights and blast a flashlight in your eyes as you're drinking the drink. Because another final little touch of this movie Mm -hmm. is God alive. The lighting
0: is offensive it's so bright it's (laughs) just like enough to where you see it on the actor's skin tones where it's like hot spots just everywhere it's it's just everyone is sweaty like (laughs) there's no in between
1: but that's my drink yes
0: okay so so run so take me through the ingredients one more time we got okay corn corn, neutral grain spirit campari
1: water and our american beer heineken prepared In pitch black, and then as you drink it, quickly will all the lights turned on.
0: You see, I'm conflicted on your drink because on one hand, I'm like, I don't think it's painful enough to describe this movie. Like when I think when I watch this movie, I just had to think this this drink has to just be fucking miserable. <laughs> it's, that is true. Mine is more Mine is
1: more like, it's like a, it's like a flashbang. It's like a flashbang
0: LaCroix. It's like, it's like, like,
1: like a, a LaCroix like 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 yeah. that hates you.
0: Well, well, Lacroix always hate you, but like, yeah, with, the, with this one specifically, it's just like, I don't know, like we have some flavors in there, but it's just, like, just watered down enough to where like, I'm not in pain. I feel like I need to be in pain with this drink, I, but, the yeah, of, but I love I'm bringing too. in the corn. I love bringing in Jonathan Davis to this drink. Something um, takes
1: a part of me. What can something? I say?
0: <laughs> I'm feeling like a freak on a leash with my cocktail. <laughs> let, me tell you, let me tell you a little bit about it, because I'm like, shitty, cheap action movie on an island. What can we do now? I'm actually going to disagree with you. I think the initial direction I'm going to go is whiskey. You'll see. You'll see which one in a second. But with an island setting, I feel like we kind of need to incorporate rum somehow along with our whiskey. So for a whiskey, represents the action of the movie as a whole. It's slow, uninspired, doesn't get you amped, doesn't get you going. I'm going to say, and I'm surprised I haven't used this yet. PBR Whiskey yeah you that's a real thing you look this up p b r has a whiskey that has been aged five seconds, and now take a double shot dig a double shot of that p b r whiskey put it off to the side, okay next, grab a glass, pour in one and a half ounces of a dark rum. something cheap. don't break the bank with this. don't overthink it. you're on a fucking island. That's all you need. Our lead German guy who's actually an American in the game, I think. Uh, Till Schwieger, who, by the way, let's not forget, was in Inglorious Bastards and other things, I'm sure, He, he doesn't really do a good job. It's a combination of the writing and him looking like he just flat out doesn't want to be there. Now, for him, I'm going to say go grab half of a cheap flat Hefeweizen beer, whichever brand you want, but get a cheap one. It has to be flat. A romantic lead. Valerie Cardinal. Doesn't really do anything except for maybe stumble, throwing grenades, and that's all I could remember she did when writing this. So for her, I don't fucking know. Go grab some cream of coconut, three ounces of that, cheap one as usual. Our villain, old man McScaryface, the scientist. He's fancy, but he's also a scientist. So let's go with one and a half ounces of cheap red wine and one and a half ounces of blue raspberry Tampico for that. One and a half ounces of each few more things. Chernov, a Russian lady that looks like your mom's little from Kappa Delta from college trying to be Russian. I'm going to say one and a half ounces of peach schnapps actually. Now I would say vodka, but I think you want to live with what you're going to be doing with this drink. So I'm going to cut back on the vodka. The quote unquote comedy relief that's supposed to be the funny fat guy. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to take some tap water. Put a slice of bacon in it. Mix it around. Add in some bacon-flavored seasoning mix to your water. Mix it all up till the season is the seasoning is mostly gone. Toss in one and a half ounces of that, and whatever leftover German beer you have, add that to top it off. Now take your weird German pe- bacon peach beer thing that also has rum in it. Take a double shot of PBR whiskey. Take a nice deep inhale. <sighs> Say, oh, "Fuck you." Drop your shot in and then down the hatchet goes. You're chugging that motherfucker because it's Uwe Bowl uh, time.
1: Uh, it's see, okay. See, I think you and I went two different directions in terms of in terms of cocktails. One, love the inclusion of Tampico. We love to see, we love <laughs> to see the the hood classic that is Tampico. <laughs> see, I could go
0: like I was thinking like maybe a blue curacao, but I'm like, no. No, no.
1: Curacao no. is is developed and sophisticated in some in some fucking way. No, I, I dig it. I dig it. Disagree on the whiskey is, is as a general idea, but I do agree that PBR whiskey is a good middle fucking ground. Because oh my god, okay. But anyways, yeah. Yours yours is more like the feeling I had after I was after I was watching it. Mine is, mine I feel like is more like during as I was watching it, where I just sort of sat there and kind of went like, mm-hmm. this is bad, I don't like this, I just wish this was done, everyone is so unenthusiastic at this movie, eh. but I do like it, I like it, I like it. Also, we need to incorporate more, more like bomb drinks. I, I dig the bomb edition where you just fucking drop it in and down the it's, hatch.
0: It's an Uwe Bo movie. I feel like he, like he 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 belongs in the family of the bomb. I think
1: that is true. That is true.
0: All right, guys. <laughs> well, go go get on an island and go just chug whatever the fuck I made and let's talk about Far Cry the movie. So we open on like this scene from like Predator where a truck has trouble starting. And there's also some military guys, you know, because we have to have that. And then we randomly cut back to like this HUD vision of something chasing one of them. And like, (laughs) I don't know, this one military guy fucking runs past one that's like fucking cut in half as as he's being chased by like the Predator.
1: Okay, all right, couple
0: things. One,
1: these military personnel, I'm using air quotes on that. These they're dressed like fucking goobers. Like they are dressed so goopy and uninspired. Like who oh, what the hell? Second, the POV for this unknown monster that's getting them. It is like it there's heavy breathing, like hefty, like it's big hefty nephew run into the dessert table vibes like it's just you just just, (laughs) as it's like running and then. Second, the guts effect, it looks like the guy got chopped in half and was made of strawberry shortcake. All right. It is not guts. It's not bloody and disgusting. It's it's like I'm like, damn, did you get where you made of angel food cake? Like, what the hell? Dude,
0: okay, so going back to the to the um to the wardrobe, these military guys, they look like they went by fucking like, I don't know. Spencers or like uh oh god what's the name of that halloween store i'm blanking on the fucking oh, name. Spirit, oh, oh, spirit halloween, halloween. 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 yeah like they went by a spirit halloween and got like sexy sh- uh, sexy soldier outfit and then, like, they're like, oh, fuck, we need shirts for the vest that goes underneath because we can't go bare chested. Oh, fuck. Uh, go into that yeah, Walmart. Exactly. Go, go get some, like, three for five dollar black shirts. And boom, there you go. We're, mili- we're in the military.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's 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 so funny. Like, it is literally it literally looks like they're doing sexy soldier like or sexy mercenary because they have such little padding. They have. And then they have the like this tight turtleneck that all of them are wearing on an island, no less. But whatever. it's whatever. Maybe it makes sense. But my thing is just they have the helmet on, which is fine. But the chin strap is tightened all around their damn like it's tightened all around their
0: damn chin. It is the worst is so- they look stupid so we so this running guy comes back with this military group and they're like he's like yo there are no survivors and just fucking keeps on running towards the military base so back with the other military guys like they strike the lights on their humvees and are like looking in the woods when all of a sudden they like get attacked and the military guys start shooting at this knocked over car that's on fire now but nothing the music rises they're pointing their guns and then all hell breaks loose when this man on a turret starts shooting everybody they're all dying one military guy falls off and fucking noob tubes his own vehicle, leaving <laughs> just the one last mercenary just, military guy.
1: He, he, it's like he, it's, you, My favorite thing is that dude. One, he dies like his blood sugar was so low that he just passed out. Two, how do you, how do you noob tube your own fucking car? Like, <laughs> was his finger just on the trigger the entire time he was going down? Like,
0: Listen man, sometimes your fingers get a little bit slippery playing Modern Warfare 4 or what, whichever <laughs> number they're on now.
1: As like he he had butter fingers and he was like cuz he was trying to like put down his uh as he was like putting down a tactical insertion and
0: his his hand slipped. So now we cut back to the our running man who finally makes it to the base and he's streaming for some he's screaming for someone named Chernov and then we get more predator point of view until he's taken out and we do like a fucking hard cut to just scientists and just standing in a room doing nothing is just like so sudden and so stark and this one guy Dr. Krieger makes some remarks in his suit and tie while the running man got done in by a fence as we fade to black also fun fact the guy that plays a Dr. Krieger uh, Udo Kier also played a little guy called uh, Adolf Hitler in the show Hunters (laughs) damn you know what
1: that is that's that's a real that's a real rough typecasting the poor guy has after this movie and hunters like imagine imagine being a german guy and you're just going into hollywood all bright-eyed like i can't wait to star in a really interesting drama or a fun comedy and they're like disturbingly evil german scientist and he's like, he's like, damn it! I was hoping I could be fun and lighthearted. <laughs> that's but what I they guess, told. That's what they told
0: me in my high school play. Damn it's,
1: it! So it's like, I like they're doing, they're doing Greece, and he shows up. He's like, I'm ready, and, then, and they're like, evil scientist. He's like,
0: come on. So now we cut to some riverboat tourist trap, and like, I don't know. It looks like fucking South America or something. We see this old married couple that are whale watching. <laughs> which while the boat south passes, america it looks like know. seattle like there are pine
1: trees behind them
0: what i don't know i was just i was i was taking notes i was like uh eh, south america sure that works
1: <laughs> okay. Hey man, hey, d- sure, sure. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what part of what part of South America you're in where well, they got pine trees, but hell yeah.
0: <laughs> Look, the very, very southern part of South America.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where it's where it's just I where it's just becoming ice
0: <laughs> So this old married couple are whale watching while the boat's captain Jack, this hungover German guy, just sits in like his mumbling things. And this wife is just nagging. She's like, You promised us whales, George. And the husband is like, Now listen here, Captain. You're gonna give us our money back. You know, you're German. Let they're, me tell you something about American customer service. They're,
1: they're so, they're so whiny. Like they're not even Karen's. Like they just whine. Like it's, I it's, it's, it's quite <laughs>
0: literally it's quite literally like they just took a toddler's brain and just put it in some adults. And yes. that's it.
1: Yes. Yes, that is a that is an as a perfectly apt description. My
0: lord. It's just so whiny. So um and Jack he, he doesn't like this. So he makes the husband drive the boat while he just fucking disappears in the captain's lodge and no one's in this movie is a good actor so far and I feel like that's not going to change. So The wife's nagging also is obnoxious. George, you blame everything on me. So then like we fucking fade out. This is a far Cry movie. Let's remember that. Let's go back with Dr. Krieger, (sighs) who I can tell is evil because he paints, drinks wine and listens to classical music.
1: uh, Dude, it's just like, it's so stereotypical. I'm at a certain point where like, I half expect a black cat to come brush his leg. And he's like, not now,
0: scruffles. (laughs) I'm expecting him to do like the Dr. Evil thing where he puts his pinky up to his mouth.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, why? Like, at this point, why does not he have a scar across his face? Like, for God's sakes.
0: Why isn't he bald? Why isn't he actually Dr. So, Evil?
1: So, so, if why isn't Mike Meyer playing Dr. Evil as the bad guy in this?
0: So, uh, so we see Katya Chernov who literally, like I said, looks like the family friend of one of the cast members, comes in and says things in an attempted Russian accent.
1: Oh, it's it's attempted.
0: It's, it's attempted. And then another military guy, this captain, and his goon comes in and says things. And is here where I noticed uh, what Mike mentioned about the lighting earlier. It's just like a little bit too much. Or like the camera's just like a tad overexposed, where it looks like their skins turning into the sun. It's like God
1: speed if your ass is white in this movie, because you just look like a fucking light bulb. Like they just like it's just, it's just there are some of these scenes, this one included, where it's just they all look like u bulbs. Like it's just like, I don't get it.
0: So the the Predator Vision apparently was genetically modified super soldiers by Dr. Krieger. No, it's not Captain America. And Krieger dismisses the Captain and his goons by saying, Oh, go, I've got a painting to finish. And then Captain, we go out with a captain and his heavy named Max, which, by the way, this actor was Conan, was a Conan the Barbarian from the 90s TV show. It almost said Conan O'Brien there. And I was like, I, I, was,
1: like, I was like,
0: dude, I heard that
1: too. And I was, I was waiting. I was like, is that a, is that a bit? Like, what, did he, did he pretend to be Conan O'Brien? Like, it's just buff Conan. I just, exactly. It's just this giant ripped guy in like an orange wig.
0: Listen, you got to catch yourself sometimes guys. So now we go to some newspaper journalism organization where we meet Valerie Cardinal. She's a journalist and tells her boss, Paul, not the J. Jonah Jameson type. In fact, I much prefer the one from Attack of the Killer Tomatoes than this one. But she's got a feeling about a story. Something's not right. She's going to take some vacation time to follow this lead on her own time. And she's got personal interest in this case because then it cuts to a picture of her with a dude that ends up being her uncle, Max.
1: It's dude. It's it's such a reach. She's like, this is my uncle, and it just shows they're like, this, this, they're the this same guy. age. It's the huge guy, and they're one, same, two. It's just like the entire time, like you can't help but just look at him, and just go, fucking how, like, <laughs> like, 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 like ha- I don't get it at all.
0: <laughs> Next, we go to a factory where the captain and Doctor Krieger meets with this general type. They're in this warehouse surrounded by big guys with big guns inside the warehouse. The general walks and talks with some doctors, like, Oh, I'm putting all your money to good use. Hamana, 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 Hamana. So they look inside these holding cells where people are just in there sitting, like with, (laughs) like, look like they're like covered in like baking powder and wearing vests.
1: Dude, it looks like they it looks like they're covered in baking powder and like they have so many fucking veins. Like it looks like someone just stuffed twizzlers underneath their skin. Like it's fucking it's fucking wild, man.
0: It's it's literally like they went by like a bodybuilding show and like saw just a bunch of guys dehydrated out of their damn minds and was <laughs> yeah, like literally You want to come put on a vest and be in a movie and the guys was like, "Bro, I just want some fucking water right now. And they're like, you'll get water eventually. I, like,
1: I just like the idea of just like, just some, just, just like Uwe bowls just roller skating down Venice beach, just babbling to himself. Cause, and then he just turns and sees all the guys working out. but None of them have water. And he just goes, I have an idea. I have an idea.
0: So to prove the, you know, power of these super soldiers, the general fucking, Tries to pop a cap in one of them, but the bullets just bounce off in slow mo. They do nothing, and the general is like blown away by this like Kevlar skin. He's like, "See, so dangerous." The doctors, the super soldiers, like they can't control him, or else he'd murder everyone in this room. So the this uh, the general says, "You're making brainless monsters," which then triggers the super soldier to throw a man across the room, but then easily gets overpowered by a wimpy scientist with a fucking trank dart. And the general threatens to stop funding, but, you know, is like, okay, whatever. (laughs) So now we cut to Max trying to send an email with sensitive material that Chernov sees, and she's not too happy. And then we cut back to Valerie calling her Uncle Max. She's driving somewhere to go meet a boat captain, Jack Carver. We cut to another woman who's like yelling at this guy, Ralph. They're like, oh, Jack needs to do work, yada, yada, yada. Then we randomly cut back to doctors performing surgery. There's a it's, lot of cutting in this
1: it's, movie. It's, why does it cut? Why does it this the movie doesn't give itself a chance? It just it's like it's like the movie was so scared of having lulls that it just wanted to jump the gun a little mm-hmm. bit. So mm-hmm. it was like so it was like, oh no, there's gonna be silence, there's gonna be silence. Quick cut! And you're like, you're like, oh no, it's okay. We go we could have been quiet. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but now we're cutting to doctors performing surgery on this guy. And, you know, while sticking him with this camera, they find something and, you know, they're performing surgery is revealed on Max. Something isn't right. That's not good. Max isn't responding to the doctor. But now he also has that predator HUD vision and the doctors think Max will earn them funding. So basically, Max is a D1 SEC football player souped up on steroids <laughs> and the okay. doctors are the university's administration.
1: I'd, I cool. love it I just absolutely I just love the idea they're like man I can't wait to not pay you for all the concussions and brain trauma you're gonna
0: suffer <laughs> You're just operating on Stetson Bennett and turning him <laughs> into a super soldier it's just it's, like, you know, it's, nine inches to his height they're like
1: they're, like, they're just like they just they just turn you just you just see one of the you see one of the coaches just
0: lean into Stetson's ear and just goes, you're gonna be the next Tom fucking Brady <laughs> I don't know why I thought Stetson Bennett, because, like, he's not built like these guys. <laughs> yeah, like, that is true. That is true. It's Maybe we give him enough steroids, then it's possible.
1: It's like, I don't, like, I don't know. <laughs>
0: okay, so now back with um the people that were yelling at uh, Jack, uh, we see Valerie pull up and she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm here to, you know, get my boat captain. And then she arrives, signs some paperwork before she goes on Jack's boat. And Jack just kind of sits on his boat. And then we transition with some indie (sighs) guitar pop and a drone shot while Jack Uh, and Valerie are making the world's most boring kebabs I've ever seen in my life.
1: Dude, I did not know you could make kebabs look so fucking whack. Like it is, it's, it's insane to me. Like I've never looked at a kebab in my life and gone, oh that looks gross i don't want any part of that but i looked at that and i was just like damn it's man so a marinade would have been nice with that
0: guy lee like oh, no. i looked at those kebabs and i was thinking okay are we sure jack isn't like english because there is no seasoning on those things what's <laughs> yeah, like exactly you're, from, you're, from, exactly. you're german, like, you're german. You, you know you season your food right
1: right it's a, right <laughs> please please <laughs> it's, it's, well yeah exactly that was my thought that was my thought the entire time like, like like i was like what did did an englishman run in here and just start like skewer and stuff like
0: <laughs> so valerie she says like hey i want this boat for a whole day and asks about her uncle asks, uh, asks about her uncle max to cart to uh jack and jack is like you know maybe i know that guy." Uh, you know eh, maybe but valerie like he knows like his safe word or something i don't fucking know it's like tish tennis that was their safe word thing also i just thought of this Uh, so she said that they worked together in the german army so max would then speak with a be german and neither max nor valerie speak with a german accent so like
1: you're 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 oh no he's thinking he's thinking we had this problem in transformers
0: (laughs) he's beginning to believe
1: (laughs) he's he's
0: he's doing it he's becoming the one so exposition exposition the island's off limit valerie knows who's doing this jack isn't going to take her and just wants to eat his bland ass kebab so anyway yeah Valerie tries to convince Jack with like a stack of fake $100 bills and she burns the kebabs and they still look fucking bland and boring. So Mm -hmm. they continue to drive their boat. and Now it's nighttime and they just pull up to this fucking island and Valerie said like it needs to go on the island and meet Max deep in the woods, not on the pier. So she offers Jack to join her. But Jack is like, no. And she keeps saying like, oh, yeah, you know, Max is waiting for me. And I'm like, No. I'm not waiting for you. I'm getting the fuck yeah, out you're, of here. I'm not watching this movie anymore. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. You're you're just sitting there and just go, girl. Are you speaking French? Because I'm
0: out. You're like I, you're like I don't want no part of this. And then we cut inside one of the holding cells and we see what happened with Max. He sits up, super pale, and he's one of those soldiers now. But we'll get back to him. Back at the beach, uh, Jack gives Valerie, like he's like, "Yo, I'm giving you six hours." Valerie's going to head into the woods, and Jack's just going to go on his boat and drink German beer. So Valerie walks through the woods while she's surrounded by military dudes all of a sudden. And Chernov, she's also there and says things. Also, a soldier has an RPG and is going to shoot the boat.
1: (laughs) Just out of nowhere. It's It's just, Chernov just turns and in her shitty Russian accent just goes blow up the boat. And he's and and he's like, say no more. He just pulls out an RPG and blasts the boat. And you're like, what the hell?
0: <laughs> yeah. So Jack like looks up. So they fire the RPG, and Jack looks up and sees like a little dot in the sky. That could, you know, for all intents and purposes, could be a plane. But he's like, oh no, I know what that is. Then yeah, dodges a fucking rocket getting launched at him and just dives in the water. By the way, that rocket was going fast. How Dude, did he not? Yeah, how did he do that, that in time?
1: Is, that's my favorite thing is and this. <laughs> Like straight up. He just looks at this. My favorite thing is the movie does no, does not help you at, at at any point. The viewer in going bad. All you do is look at this like tiny speck amongst a black night sky. And then it just Jack's like bad news jumps in the water. The whole thing fucking explodes immediately. You're like, Oh, <laughs> like there's no warm-up no no
0: as it was going it's just it's just they're blown up <laughs> so off handcuffs valerie valerie asks about max but gets nothing now back down on the beach some soldiers go looking for jack's dead body but he's still alive and he starts taking out the bad guys by bonking one with a stick and we get our first like hand-to-hand action scene and Mm, boy howdy i really (laughs) wish i sat down and counted how many cuts are in like this 10 second period because it feels like more than 20 it's really it's
1: so much it's so much this is everybody strap in because it's about to get taken taken two levels of jump cutty like oh god oh god (laughs)
0: So yeah, so Jack just like stalks through the woods with a gun he took and circles the perimeter of the military guys and he finds Valerie in one of the Humvees and then he Jack hits Chernoff real lightly with his gun and she just fucking falls on the ground and also (laughs) he he throws a gun.
1: He fucking boops her on the back of the head. It's not like he pistol whips her with his whole gun and energy. He kind of just goes and she just goes. It's like like all
0: tricep. That's that's it. No, you got (laughs) to put your full fucking force into that. (laughs) Hell yeah. Twist the hips.
1: <laughs> Leatherface has something to say.
0: So he throws his he throws his grenade. Leatherface leather in this movie would be awesome on an island.
1: <laughs> All I can think of is the fucking phrase from Watchmen, where it's like you're trapped in here with me. <laughs>
0: but it's just Leatherface. So um, yeah, he throws a grenade, blows up another vehicle, and drives away with Valerie. This is the most nothing action scene I've ever seen. There's like no excitement. I am like, I mean, doing my taxes is more entertaining than this. <laughs> yeah, shit.
1: literally. I just you're like, how much money did I make in in February last year? Well, I gotta I gotta double check. Like that is more exciting than a a car chase <laughs> with grenades and a and a and a gunner on a Humvee. Like. <laughs>
0: So he unlocks. So in Jack's vehicle, he unlocks Valerie's handcuffs because, you know, he just carries around a universal handcuff key. And then he starts shooting at the other vehicles. And now he's (laughs) driving in reverse, just trying to kill them. And yeah, he fucking flips two vehicles, but there's a third and a fourth.
1: It's he's got a he's got a MacGuffin in the freaking key. He just goes, yeah, I always keep a I always keep handcuffed skeleton keys on me at all times for safekeeping. You're like, what? How? What? If if you had like lockpicking abilities, I would have been more convinced. Really? You just You just keep that thing on you. OK, cool. All right.
0: That thing on him and inside him.
1: <laughs> we'll get to that.
0: <laughs> so, like, he's driving backwards. The turret soldier like went like all to stormtrooper school of shooting at things, and like also Jack's car is now on fire. We get some poor ADR. Valerie's like, I'm trying, but Jack is just like, try harder. Literally just like that, while you know, people are shooting at him.
1: Again, no, and there, there's no weight behind behind Jack's voice, behind Chernov's voice, behind the, the love interest's voice. I forget what her name is, but it's just it feels like 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 uh the mad scientist is the only person who kinda tried.
0: And you know, that was probably just a favor, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, he was everybody- doing Everybody else was doing this for the paycheck and just like reading off the prompter. But this guy was like, you know what? Uwe Ball walked my dog once. So, you know, I'll give him this.
1: <laughs> I just I like the idea of Uwe Ball kind of just <laughs> kidnaps people's dogs, walks them, trains them, takes them out to use the restroom and then goes, if you're in my movie, I'll give it back. <laughs>
0: I'm holding your dog hostage. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Be in my movie. And you're like, oh no,
0: pull oh, please. So Valerie shoots a fucking net gun at one of the vehicles, and then throws a grenade at a car and for, like forgets to pull the pin. And Valerie's and Jack's like, No, you need to pull the pin, you see. And then she just fucking dumps a load of grenades on the road. And I don't think she pulled the pin on any of those, but they blow up anyways. And then she yeah. fucking fires a harpoon gun that breaks through the roof, attaches to a neatly placed helicopter, and then the Chernov's closing in. But then the helicopter carries the Humvee and then drops it in the water, then crashes because the rope gets tangled in the blades. And I'm I'm assuming this part of the uh, production where the helicopter crashes was actually planned and not like an Attack of the Killer Tomatoes situation. I, it's they you think you,
1: you you think they had a few a little bit more money than the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes people? You
0: tell is that what you are telling me? Just a little bit, a little bit, like maybe uh, at at least five dollars more. <laughs> Not that's not a whole lot, <laughs> but hell yeah. <laughs> they had listen, they had a Far Cry had at least five dollars more in the budget than Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. It pr- prove me wrong. Prove me they, wrong. You, can. you can't. Check checkmate. Checkmate. <laughs> so in the water, Jack pulls Valerie out of the vehicle and they swim away. Valerie and Jack end up on some rocks with moss, and then like, you know, Valerie's makeup is still on point. So now they're wandering through the woods and like, I can't tell what's going on. They just enter some fucking shack in the middle of the island. Valerie is freezing. Uh, Jack lights up some lamps and tells Valerie to take, you know, take your wet clothes off. And Jack takes his shirt off and tends to his wounds while Valerie just gets in bed in her underwear, which, by the way, would still be wet. Uh, yeah that's my favorite thing is
1: he goes he's like he's like he's like gotta get out of your wet clothes or else you will just you'll keep freezing and she's like all right she's down her underwear and goes all dry you're like like, damn
0: those clothes were were water waterproof those are quick drying so like i said valerie gets in a bed in a bed still in her underwear they talk about max and uh, jack is like let's get let's get off this island valerie's like no i need to find max Jag's like, listen, you didn't hire me for this. You owe me a boat. I'm getting hypothermia. We're cuddling tonight. So they snuggle up in their wet underwear and damp skin. And yeah, they start making out. And this was like the most boring, weakest setup for a romantic relationship I think I've ever seen. So now...
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's it's... Okay, really quickly about that. It's just... It's like a, such a lazy setup. It's in, mm-hmm. and, and it's, it also feels apropos of nothing. It doesn't feel like they let it in, like there was this tension, and then it just fades to black. Like it's literally just like, hey, why don't you take your clothes off? Okay. Let's get warm. Okay. Let's make out. Okay. And you're like, D- damn. All right. This is quick progression, huh?
0: Yeah. It, it feels like the, when they were riding, like, Someone might have asked, like, hey, look, well, why? There's no setup for these characters. And the, the writer was just like, male protagonist. Hot female. Yeah, it's it's and it just like waves his hands like, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all you what need. Well, he's going what more do I need to give you? <laughs> so now it's the daytime It's the next day. Just like nothing happened it's, except Jack is like, oh, so how was I? And they focus on that for a weirdly long amount of time. I guess it's supposed to be sweet, but apparently Jack, like, not the best in the sack. You know, it happens to the best of us, isn't that right, Mike? Oh, we both said the same. We 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 were both choosing violence that time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Eat shit.
0: Eat shit. This is where I take my stand. (laughs) I love how like every time like I'm I'm about to make like a dick joke or like a sex joke towards you. Your your hand just like now hovering over the button. You're just like, I see, see Max is throwing the joke out. let me jump on it before he like, does.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like it, it's like Jeopardy. You've always out out clicked the button before I have. So now I gotta like beat you to it.
0: Well, maybe if you wrote your own joke. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> write your Shut own up. dick jokes.
1: <laughs> you write, write your own small dick jokes, loser.
0: <laughs> so, okay. Then the vehicle approaches the two of them walking. And it stops and the soldier gets, gets out and asks Valerie something. But Jack sneaks up, knocks out one soldier in the car, and then makes the other one strip. We get, like, more jokes about them having sex. They fucked. We get it. So they steal this fucking Humvee, leaving these two military guys tied to a tree. Now back to the warehouse, the captain, whose name is Parker, talks with Chernov. They have conflict. Chernoff needs the truck and can't act at all. Dude, oh, Sorry. my God.
1: It is again. Again, Uwe Bold needed a woman who looked vaguely European, and he just found one, kidnapped her dog and went, you're going to be in my movie or else. Okay. And she's like, okay, please. What's up with this podcast? And like kidnapping animals uve was the intern uve bull was the intern in glitter who was holding see, a gun to the animals you head. see we we're
0: now building lore for the messed up at midnight podcast. <laughs> we, got, we, we can't we can't be building lore out here look if someone on reddit wants to make messed up at midnight like lore pages please be our guest i'd love no, to read don't. through it <laughs> this, this is gonna get weird fast <laughs> If you have any fan fiction, please no, send it to Michael. No. Yes, this is, no, no,
1: send it. Yeah, send it to Bax. I don't want it.
0: <laughs> so Chernov also kneecaps one of her own soldiers and shoots him in the head, and he just fucking falls over. No bullet hole or anything. No blood. He just fucking just eh, falls asleep. Okay. <laughs> so cut back to Jack and Valerie in their Humvee driving up to this warehouse. Jack gets out, and so does Valerie. You know he, he's acting like she's her. Pr- like that um. He's got a prisoner and Valerie and Jack have conflict. She still wants Max. Jack acts. Valerie talks back and hides under some like fucking stuff while Jack goes off looking for a boat. But up with Dr. Krieger, some guy sees Valerie on CCTV and Dr. Krieger says to Chernoff, you know, I thought she was dead. I want to speak to her. So Valerie just gets fucking cornered by the military guys and taken hostage like pretty fucking easily. Barely. That that was so
1: that was was so that was so fast, too. Like it wasn't there was any buildup like she saw. It was literally just, hey, get out of there. Come on. You're under arrest. And she's like, rats, you got me like it was hide and seek. She's like, oh, dang it. You
0: know, I bet all cops were watching this movie and were just like, I wish it was that easy. You just walk up and you're just like, hey, man. You got to get in the back of my car. He's like, oh, okay. Do you want me to put the handcuffs on myself? <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <There> was- <laughs> Too many of them are going, why are you in my house? You don't have a warrant.
0: <laughs> so uh, Valerie gets taken up with Chernov, where she gets slapped and put in a prison cell. And then we cut away to some. I don't, I don't fucking know what to call this guy. Uh, some bean with no neck, dude. That's just it's- some like <laughs> whining. That's just whining and is removing some boxes off a boat. And it's
1: like,
0: like, I'll let you you go ahead, Mike. It's
1: just to paint a word picture. It's like if Clark Duke from a thousand words and Butterbean just got rolled up into (laughs) one person. It is just, and I, again, I, I really, I don't like, I don't like making, making jokes that are just piercing and going for the kneecaps, but Damn it! If he is not so annoying and unfunny, he's obviously supposed to be the comic relief. So obviously, oh, I hate him so
0: viscerally. He's he's trying, but anyway, this dude looks like some PA. His let me put you his acting. Okay, his acting is like some. It's like Uwe Bol was going around like, oh fuck, like one of the actors canceled and was like asking one of the PAs to act in the film, and the PA was just like oh gee willikers finally my opportunity yes. to be a star yeah exactly
1: he just turned and goes like uve bolt just in between just like just like going up to like fix his nose from doing cocaine just turns and goes well we need we need a funny guy yeah you he just points to points to a to an overweight pa and he's like i want you down mr Bolt." he's like whatever and he just goes to and do cocaine
0: so anyway, this guy's name is Emilio, and he just complains to the people around him when Jack comes down and interrupts him, taking the most overacting bite of a like a like a meatball sandwich I've ever seen and starts choking. But instead of Jack killing him, he just I don't know gives him the fucking Heimlich. And anyway, now Emilio is forever in debt to Jack. But then Parker interrupts this, pulls his gun on Jack. Also, more exposition. Max is dead. He was caught stealing information, yada, yada, yada. A fight breaks out. Jack steals the boat with Emilio on it and the military guys um, on a boat give chase and it's still not exciting.
1: It's again, again, another chase, another flat one note, five minutes, Mm -hmm. another flat set of scenes that have too many jump cuts
0: and loud noises from vehicles. That's it. Yeah, some boats crash, others drive through flames, they're like shooting at Jack, and then like Emilio gets fucking knocked off the boat, but it's like holding on the edge of like, holding on the edge of the boat like for his dear life, and Jack pulls him up and he's still getting shot at, and then Jack makes a very radical jump off a ramp, and I guess they're safe, or not, because they get stopped by more military guys at a bridge and there's a fence in the way so they can't move, and uh, Jack owes Emilio a meatball sandwich. Mike, ha, you, ha, did, 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 i was gonna say did you find that funny did you find ha, that funny
1: it was so all uh, so gut-bustingly hilarious I was, i i don't like emilio i don't like emilio i, I, I hope like they don't either. keep i hope they don't keep him around i hope they don't just make him a central character to the movie
0: listen if there was ever to be a spinoff of this movie it would be all about emilio and his far cry mission. emilio Listen, Emilio, just getting in shenanigans and like yelling. Like he just wants to eat his. It's, it's like he's like a. Oh, what's what's the, what's the little, uh, little little fucker's name from Ice Age? The one that go that's going after the acorn. Oh, Scratch. Yeah he's, yeah, he's like Scratch. He just wants to eat his meatball sandwich, but people keep on interrupting him. Yeah, exactly. Like
1: he. <laughs> He's like Scrat, but he's in Afghanistan, oh, and man. like, and like, he's like, he's like, oh no, who is that Bashar al-Assad? And he's in Syria, and he's just like running with a meatball sub.
0: So, back at this lab area, Jack and Emilio they're handcuffed together. Doctor Krieger comes in and asks Jack questions, and Jack is just like, "Listen, I'm just the boat guy," but Doctor Krieger's like, "You're going to be a part of my new experiment. And I'll see you then." Then walks away. Also, Emilio is here and we try to get some comedy but it fails so now we cut to valerie in her prison cell she gets escorted to krieger's office where he's playing a record to some more classical music and doing some more painting evil things
1: evil things
0: e- literally like i didn't know what mermaid man was talking about when he said evil Evil yeah, exactly. Until i watched this movie yeah exactly that is that is
1: yeah, bar for bar. That's what he was talking about. That's it. Like, it's just it's just he's listening to Wagner on vinyl as he's painting and he's German and he's sitting in a office overlooking human experience. You're like, God damn it.
0: So now Valerie enters and Krieger goes monologuing, wipes some fake blood off her mouth. And Valerie's like, you know, you're not going to kill me because the newspaper knows I'm here. And Krieger's like, but the Coast Guard said you disappeared at sea. So Krieger monologues, Valerie asks about Uncle Max, but Krieger's like, you will when time comes, and then nothing. But back with Jack and Emilio sitting, Emilio says more annoying things, and they all have a good laugh. Then we cut back to Krieger walking with Valerie, who shows her all his creations. He's basically like showing her, like it's like a dude showing you his car collection. He's like, yo, isn't this cool, lol? And you're like, I could not care less.
1: I'm- yeah, exactly. He goes, he goes, do you know that this, this Mustang's a 5.0? It's, it's fucking like 20 miles to the gallon. You're like, you're like I, I don't care, man. I don't really care. I don't want to be that guy.
0: So, uh, but the coolest thing is her Uncle Max, who's in this giant glass tube. And Valerie's like, Max was right. You're a sick, egotistical maniac. But they end up leaving Max in this tube and fucking go off. And then they reunite with uh, Jack in the sick, hallway. You sick fuck.
1: Who does this to people? Max, have fun in there, buddy. I'll think about you. And then she just leaves.
0: You know, part of me thinks, like, through this podcast, my nephews are going to hear this one day. And when I say Uncle Max, they'll think I'm talking about, like, myself. In yeah exactly
1: <laughs> yeah. So you'd be like, so, yeah like i just like the idea of like your like six-year-old nephew who's like oh let's listen to uncle max and then and then you just go and then uncle max fucking dies and they're like no, and they just like start crying
0: listen like if 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 my sister decides for them to listen to that to this podcast that's on her. They're gonna learn a lot of new things. <laughs> and they're
1: gonna learn so they're gonna learn about they're gonna learn about so much about mostly about Ude Ball.
0: And words, new words. <laughs> so then uh Valerie reunites with Jack in the hallway. She kisses him, and uh Valerie gives exposition for Jack. Jack will become a super soldier, and Emilio is like, yo, I don't know this guy. I just want to fucking leave. And Krieger's like, kill him, and then walks away. But then Jack starts choking and he throws up his universal handcuff key. Yeah. That somehow he got inside.
1: Yeah. Did did the movie show us show us the, the process of him putting the key inside? No, they did not. Did he just randomly start gagging and then vomit up the key that
0: gets him out? Yes, he did. You know, my headcanon is that he has two universal keys, one that he, you know, keeps in his pocket, but another that he just keeps in his stomach. Somehow he's, he, he does like that David Blaine thing where he like keeps frogs in his stomach and then just drinks a lot of water just- and then is able to regurgitate it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, you know, like he's just... He's, he's a magician. He's a magician. Jack, part-time military, part-time boat operator, part-time magician.
0: All the time magician.
1: J- no. J- J- Jack Carver,
0: street magic. I'm just saying, A&E, we have an opportunity here to have a German, <laughs> German man do magic.
1: <laughs> and he will scare people, mostly scare people
0: so oh yeah he swallowed that key he like another joke i had jack carver like he swallowed that key like he swallowed his pride agreeing to be in this movie so more shitty comedy with uh, jack and emilio trying to unlock these cuffs and they get the cuffs off but we go back with valerie and krieger uh krieger shows shows valerie all the work he did on max which unleashes max on jack and emilio and emilio tries to do kung fu and jack is like no like he's just trying to like talk sense into max but Max slowly walks towards them. Amelia runs away and hides. Valerie pleads with him, but Krieger gives commands. Max gives a uh, gives Jack like a vice grip on his neck, basically like gripping his trap, and like. <laughs> Uh, yeah it, it, is it
1: supposed to be like the is it supposed to be like the uh what's the star trek thing the vulcan neck pinch or whatever where you just where you just grab their neck and they're supposed to like pass out or whatever because it just because honestly what it looks like it looks like he's just sort of giving him that sort of i don't know giving him a sort of hey champ like like hand on the shoulder he's like dead. how's it going <laughs> yeah exactly exactly like like hey champ i've heard you've been having
0: some some troubles at school what's going on <laughs> energy yeah and jack is tries to like talk get to him like a person He's like you know they were they were friends in the war remember tish tennis what about valerie and then the door behind jack opens and max is just like just says nothing and <laughs> walks away <laughs> and krieger's like okay was, <laughs> just like, Krieger, it, this was just like oh that didn't work let's just release two fucking more
1: i okay yeah before we get into the two bar before we get into the two more couple things about the door opening and Max just fucking off like one was that part of the plan Two, Krieger bounced back real hard over his like one opportunity to get funding three like what did Max see that made him deny like these like apparently like undeniable commands what did he see that made him go damn I need that more than I need to follow orders like what did he see
0: yeah and and one thing i noticed with this scene too was like as the door was opening behind jack the door like hits him in the back of the head and jack just looks and um Sorry, what's his fucking name? Till Schwieger looks a lot more concerned, like with the door hitting the back of his head, than like the six foot eight, two hundred and eighty pound human being in front of him.
1: <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, exactly. He's more worried about, he's more worried about the door. He's like, oh shit, I don't want to, I don't want to get hit. So in the, <laughs> instead of the human refrigerator that's just in front of him.
0: So now we get another action scene. Which Jack and Max versus the two super soldiers in a tag team max match. Now Max just fucking tag team Max. Tag tag team Max. Two of there's two of us. <laughs> the,
1: it's a, you roll out and Max rolls out you both high five and just like
0: turn. No, the the Far Cry Max just fucking Andre the Giant tosses these guys around while Jack does fucking parkour fighting while Emilio just fucking screams in a corner. And then one yeah. of the soldiers finds a turret nearby and just starts shooting at everyone, trying to kill them all. But Max just Terminator walks towards him, and I think and it's he actually accidentally this kills week. him.
1: They didn't even they to be four days. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah!
0: But now it's like, but now all the super soldiers are released, and all hell is breaking loose. The soundtrack—it's very boring, if I'm being honest. Oh my then-
1: god, yeah, exactly. You're ex- you would expect like this super intense music like of any genre. We mm-hmm. don't need to make it like rock or anything. It could literally be any genre. Take your damn pick. It's mm-hmm. just like something. But instead, it's just like this very drab like like I don't know, free YouTube type beat like action scene or whatever.
0: It's lo-fi hip hop beats to study to. That's what's going on in the
1: back. <laughs> lo-fi hip-hop beats to kill scientists to.
0: <laughs> to overthrow a nation to.
1: Viva la revolution. <laughs> as you uh, put on the headphones that she always wears.
0: And then it's like uh what is it, uh Peter Dinklage from Tiptoes is in his Marxist attire coming out and oh hey, Viva la Revolucion. And now he's a super soldier. <laughs> he takes a part of <laughs> me. <laughs> okay, now Jack does Krav Maga on regular soldiers, but inside, Valerie's like, lol, your plan is to just stand there and paint, but Krieger's like, I don't know, fucking know, painting over some chemical formula? We never come back to it. But outside, Yeah, they don't... They, well, I,
1: I feel like this was Juve... I, I feel like this was Uve Bowles, like opportunity or like this was his way of being like there's more that meets the eye to this we could potentially uncover this in a sequel and you're like i don't know Uwe, i don't know just, it kind of just looks like dumb chemical compounds that he's tracing over
0: <laughs> yeah, and outside one of the super soldiers just jumps out beats the shit out of some of parker's men like we're actually outside now and does some Krab maga now Jack and Emilio are back outside and all the super soldiers are just fucking killing everybody. Jack shoots at super soldiers while Emilio hides. Jack climbs up a machine while the super soldier gives chase and he's like, lol, check out this parkour. And we get more free running, more flips where it's just like unbelievable enough, not all the way to like one end or the other, but like you're watching and you're like, okay, this is choreographed. It's not not natural.
1: Yeah, exactly. You didn't turn and go, yeah, this is natural. This is yeah. This feels very flowy with the movie. You go, oh, cool. This is like their version of a dance number.
0: Okay, cool. So Jack grabs a noob tube, sees a laser, gets grabbed by a super soldier, waves his hand in front of the line, causing a saw above to fall down and saw the super soldier in half. It's not as exciting as I'm describing it to be. Back it's, out.
1: It. It sounds. It, dude, it sounds. Is I saw that and like I knew my brain was like. My brain was like, oh, you should be getting ready. This could be interesting. And then it happens and my brain is like, oh, I feel like that was supposed to be more intense. Oh, okay. Anyways.
0: <laughs> so now Captain Parker is giving directions. More super soldiers, but a headshot does them in. You know, Okay. For what, about some their, reason. what about their Kevlar skin? guess it doesn't apply to the head. We go back inside where Dr. Krieger makes a phone call. He's ready to deliver. And Valerie is just standing there with her arms crossed. And Captain Parker calls Dr. Krieger. He's like, yo, people are dying. We're getting the fuck out of here. But Dr. Krieger's like, no, hold your position. Is that clear? Parker's like, no, fuck you. We're evacuating. Dr. Krieger's like, okay, turn off. Kill Parker's men. Also, I need an escort to the pier. And some soldiers tell Parker about Krieger leaving. And Parker orders all his men to go to Krieger's boat and take it. We go back with Jack. He's got a shotgun with like the unlimited ammo glitch on and just fucking <laughs> pack some heat into these super soldiers that just split that just spit up strawberry jam on his face.
1: I just I just like the idea of <laughs> you saying unlimited ammo glitch just makes me like quietly want there to be like the camera cuts to jack's full body and he just like turns left turns right squats four times jumps (laughs) and then he just like then he reloads his gun and could just shoot everything without reloading
0: (laughs) you know that would make this movie kind of entertaining and we're not getting that (laughs) No. no no unfortunately so jack continues to wander through this warehouse but parker and his men are also wandering through they find each other say things jack won't leave with parker and his men he's looking for valerie jack wants to go look for krieger's boat you know he's going after it and also parker gives jack a gun parker's like remember aim for the eyes or mouth and then fucking jack runs off but chernov and her men are here too and parker wants to kill her and her men too and chernov stabs parker in a <laughs> bloody mess parker's screaming to his men get out now it's a war between these two armies People die. Turn off headshot. Turn uh, Cher- uh, off headshot. Someone and still no head exploding. We yeah.
1: It's 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 again so many jump cuts. It hurts. Oh. I just it was just we didn't we didn't mention that. Uh, yeah, here it's jump cut city. Like it is just jump cuts everywhere. Two, there are headshots, and again, again, this could be because we're products of like over-the-top violence generation, blah, 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 pick-your-boomer-like argument. But, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like there was so much more opportunity to make this badass and gory, but it was foregone for jump cuts and these weird, pasty guys who look like the thing from
0: Prometheus. Yeah, honestly, I'm like, they're not afraid to show gore in this movie because, I mean, what we saw earlier with a guy being cut in half and like the half torso guy, like from the very beginning of the movie. So I'm like, so so you can't just have like a few heads explode? Like, am I being picky? Like is there a Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: you're, like, you're like, why is why is it only those two guys? Is is did you actually put all of the budget into the fucking explosions? Because if so, I will be greatly disappointed.
0: So over with Jack, he does even more Krav Maga, takes out a super soldier, more shots of random people dying. Krieger calls out to Chernoff saying, I'm waiting, and Chernoff kills some people. Not really sure where she's going, but okay. Anyways, the area is clear, and Krieger and Valerie are heading to the boat with Chernoff and some military guys. But Jack swoops in, pointing a gun at Krieger. And Chernoff points a gun at Valerie. So we got a little standoff situation going on. They do an they do an exchange where Krieger says to the soldiers, kill him, and they shoot. Jack gets clipped, and Krieger and his men try to escape, but Max comes in, and he's ready to kill. So Max just starts fucking laying waste to some soldiers, like fucking clotheslines them and then throwing like a two-by-four like a fucking javelin. He runs...
1: He starts, he dude, he goes full Dragon Ball Z, because some of these people are doing wire foo, getting team rocket blasted off again against like against the wall. It is this man has some has some hands. That's all I gotta say.
0: Yeah, but you know you wanna know what can stop Max? A fucking gun, because Chernoff <laughs> just fucking shoots him in the eye as Valerie's able to escape. So Chernoff runs up to Max, like ready to kill him, like. But then Max is able to like snap her neck and then dies. Valerie <laughs> runs up to check on Max, but guess what? He's dead now too. So now it's just Jack and Valerie chasing after Krieger, as well as these random fucking military guys. It's
1: very quickly, very quickly. I gotta say, for Max, she like Chernoff shoots him in the eye, and you're like, oh okay, he's gonna do the heroic thing and like try and like stop her, whatever. Blah blah blah. You're like, okay, cool. I am like, dude. Krieger died the most anticlimactic way possible. Can we talk about that? Like, dog. It is just. It is just. It's just. Next snap dead. All right. That's 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 Apparently, central characters. No, no, no death. that
0: was Judge uh, Chernoff. Chir- oh. died like that. Yeah, died, churn- died yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Chernoff.
0: I think you said. I think you said. Or no, Krieger.
1: not Krieger. Oh, did I say Krieger? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Chernoff, Chernoff.
0: Well, I mean, well, I mean, Krieger. Like, we're gonna get to him here soon. It's like. Emilio drives up with the fucking boat and Krieger is like, wait, where's my boat? As all these like super soldiers are running towards him and he's fucked. Whereas like Jack, Valerie and Emilio just drive away from this island as some wannabe James Bond music plays and the day is saved. We don't even fucking see Krieger die. He has that the same fate that like the person who dies or like, I don't know, fucking no Gandalf falling down the pit. Like, oh yeah, yeah. he's Quote unquote dead. You know, we never actually <laughs> see him die.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's he literally goes, wait, stop, stop, I say. And then it just cuts. And you're like, oh, OK, God damn it. You're supposed to do that. He's dead. Or is he?
0: Like sort of nonsense. I mean, I mean this is probably that fucking sequel bait that they were going for.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. Uwe Boll just was so ready to do like five sequels to Far Cry.
0: <laughs> so later we see Valerie talking to Jack on one of the docks and, you know, apparently her story didn't run because the men in black didn't want it. And she says, eh, I'll keep working on it. I'll run it soon. Like, sure. That's how it works when the government's going after you. Yeah. Yeah. When the government says no, they, they're really
1: saying, no, please stop. Stop. Don't do that. No, <laughs> stop it.
0: So now also Jack has a new boat and Emilio is working on it. He's sticking around, apparently. He's
1: Oh my god, I hate, oh, why is, why, why did the movie pick Emilio? Like,
0: why? Well, you see, Valerie, like, she ends up having to get to work, kisses Jack, and Jack asks about him being rated a 2 out of 10 again. She laughs, says, oh, I'll see you tomorrow. But then Emilio says, oh, Jack, we have some customers, and it's the husband and wife from earlier in the movie. And Jack just fucking is like, nope. Nope. Emilio show him how it's done. I guess Jack just is fucking given away his boat now and is going to go, I don't know, walk through the desert or some shit. And then, yeah, that's this fucking movie. That's how it ends. Mike, this was a miserable experience.
1: This, this was, this was a really terrible movie. This was a really, really terrible movie. Like, damn. I, it's like, like we, we cover some bad movies. This one was, this one was really bad. Like it's just, it's so tiring. And not good and painful.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: yeah. it's just, yeah. Oh, I do. So, no, no bueno.
0: <laughs> so, my immediate thoughts after this movie oh. is that, again, like I said, it was not enjoyable. And it came out in 2008, but it feels like so late 90s and bad. Like, I can't really think of a movie where, a thing in this movie where I was like, that wasn't terrible. This movie had a fucking budget of $30 million and it went straight up Uwe Boll's nose. Like, it's
1: like, dude, no, I agree. I agree 100%. Like, this movie just oozes late 90s, early 2000s, like, mm-hmm. just, I don't know, schlocky sort of pump and dump sort of movies where they'll just, th- it's the last vestige of the 80s. We'll just throw money at any idea sort mm-hmm. of-ness. It's li- it li- and as a result of that, it just nothing pans out. Like, there's not mm-hmm. a single thing that you can stop and go, oh yeah, that actually did pretty well. I actually really enjoyed that. It's just mm-hmm. one beat after another of, and that didn't land. And mm-hmm. that didn't land. And that didn't land
0: yeah exactly there is no excitement with this movie and i think part of that also does come down to the soundtrack not getting me like fucking amped and instead is more like stock assets ripped from some like russian website
1: like like no exactly i think i think one other thing that's worth noting is like uh, like mortal kombat's movie is it's like it has some redeeming qualities and all of that Mm. but a huge part of it like I, like absolutely a huge part of it is the is the main title soundtrack goes insanely hard and gets you yeah. so amped for the movie. <laughs> like that is proof that a soundtrack for a movie is so necessary, oh mm-hmm. so necessary. Like mm-hmm. in this movie, because it had such a nothing soundtrack, is just it is just nothing but a hindrance. also you talked about the soundtrack. I'm going to talk about the other thing: the freaking lighting. Hmm. Oh, tell Lord. Us my, tell us. This is, again, it's, this is, this is one of those aspects of a movie that you don't, that you don't expect to be important. It's like those pictures that people have had where it's, where it's uh, someone with eyebrows and someone without eyebrows, mm-hmm. where it's so painfully noticeable when someone does mm-hmm. not have the eyebrows. Like it's just, it's stark. Like, you stop and you just go, oh my god, oh my god, wow, that is, a, that is a huge difference. Same thing for, like, teeth or whatever. But, like, it's just, this movie proves that, like, even the little stuff needs to have time and care put into it. Because mm-hmm. instead of just raw passion and cocaine, mm-hmm. like.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of lighting, even when you look at, like, student films, like, that's some bad fucking light. That's how you can tell if it's, like, an amateur student film, if, like, there's bad lighting. And this looks mm-hmm. like there are parts of it where it looks so amateur. Like yeah. the effects mm-hmm. were so bad. Like I want to, remember this. I'm not even gonna do like the whole, oh well, Avatar came out, you know, about a year late. No. I'm gonna go Cloverfield came out the same year and had a very similar budget to Far Cry. Think about that. Oh, Think about s- like what yeah, we no. like what we got like with Cloverfield and then what we got with this
1: it's I yeah it's yeah no no i i'm I'm 100 with you like it's you can be clever with a tighter budget like mm-hmm. it they had all of the opportunity in the world to really tighten the scope intensely and it's already a decently tight scope they're on one island like you're like mm-hmm. eh, one island and they got one thing they need to do it's just it's just for some reason one feels way more bloated, full of nonsense, whereas the other one feels tight and crisp and like really trimmed freaking down. Mm-hmm. Like
0: no, Mike, before we before we get out of here, I need to ask you, mm-hmm. where does this fall on your movie Marathon?
1: Oh Lord. Oh, this hurts. This is a painful mm-hmm. movie. I w- personally, I would not put it on the I would never put it on your drunk movie night docket. I would never put this mm. on the Drunk Movie Night docket. But if you just held 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 one of those fake Far Cry guns to my head and went, put it on the list, I would probably say it's number three. It's right there next to Avalanche Sharks. It's colors. You can pick out some obviously stupid nonsense. Mm-hmm. But it's forgettable. It's forgettable, man. It's so forgettable.
0: Dude, I mean, I couldn't agree. With, I was going to say movie like fucking seven.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like if you, if
0: you were doing a really long movie marathon, you had to squeeze it in number seven when you're already like you know <laughs> twenty beers deep and just don't y'all y'all aren't even watching the movie anymore. Now it's background noise while y'all I don't fucking know play beer pong or sleep.
1: Yeah, or just goof off or sleep. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly.
0: Well, you know, guys, that does it for uh Far Cry. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Messed Up at Midnight podcast. Remember, guys, July. Next week, it's motherfucking John Travolta month. I am so excited to be Travolta. bringing back Celebrity Month. I know Travolta. <laughs> what, what? Wait. What? How did you say that? It, Travolta, Travolta month. Travolta. Uh, mm, mm. Whoa, it's whoa, like the. it's like it's like Toyotathon. Travoltathon. Travol- that, okay, that's better. That's better. Our Travoltathon. Tune in, <laughs> guys. We're gonna be covering the good, the bad, and the downright atrocious that John Travolta has done. I feel like we're going to, feel like we're going to run into some interesting movies. What do you think, Mike? Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to run, we're going to run into some weird, weird movies. It's going to, it's going to get, it's going to get pretty strange. I will say that. (laughs)
0: All right, guys, Well, make sure to follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You guys know the deal and keep up to date with what we got going on. Mike, do you have anything that you want to say?
1: Whenever you go out in Canada, late at night, you got to always watch your back because Uwe Boll could be near and you should be afraid. You should be very afraid. You and your dogs
0: should be very afraid.
1: <laughs> you may just be threatened and told to go join a movie. All right, guys. Well, we'll see y'all next week. See you next week, everybody.